Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. Today we're going to talk about some listener feedback. We've got a little bit of what we've been watching. We have some. We have to talk about the actresses and actors most consistently in good movies, as we promised last week. Uh, we've got some Disney fan casting of live action films that we're going to go over. And then finally, we will end with a review of John Favreau's The Jungle Book. But before we get to all that, feedback at MidwestFilmBlades.com is where you can write to us. Let us know what you think of the show, the things that we talk about. We are at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And MidwestFilmBlades.com has all previous 174 plus bonus episodes with full show notes. So you can skip over the things that you don't want to hear. Um, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Shop there and part of the money you spend will come back to us so we can make our show and network even better. And then uh, go to MidwestGameNerds.com and check out the support store if you want to order a Midwest Game Nerds or Film Nerds hoodie, shirt, or drink cozy, or if you want to donate to our network, uh, however you would like to show us some support, is great. Uh, this week's Frame Friday was from John Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the winner of, of naming the movie would be David Smith, of course. However, uh, on our Instagram, Molly was the first person to chime in and say that the name of the the pet that I had t- shown shown a frame of was Woola. Woola. And uh, and then also Robin wrote on uh, on the Facebook as well, but a little bit after Molly. But mm-hmm. I'll give Robin some ups anyway. Yeah. So that was Frame Friday. Check out our Facebook and our Instagram if you want to partake. Uh, every Friday we post a frame of a movie, and if you name the movie or answer whatever question I have associated with it. Then we give you a shout out on the show. Um, so I did not post the summer movie wager stuff yet, but we got a lot of time. It should be coming this week. I just got to sit down and tweak the post a bit. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but we do have some feedback this week. Uh, feedback at MidwestFilmers.com is where Tommy wrote into. Uh, this is the same Tommy that chastised us on our uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane review. <laughs> Said, hey guys. I really appreciate the film nerd sharing my feedback on episode 174. I listened to a bunch of podcasts and this is the first one that literally spoke to me. It felt nice. Uh, I took a look at the Verge article and was delighted to see that the author hit every point I was trying to make, at least when talking with friends about the movie. So there we go. Awesome. Uh, Enough about Cloverfield. I love the movie themed games you guys come up with. The Denzel V. Van Damme name game was a bit too easy. However, the actors slash actresses most consistently in terrible movies game was a blast. Despite being a knocked up, which I don't particularly like, Katherine Heigl should be the undisputed champion in terrible movies. Keep the games going. Uh, as far as movie previews go, you missed a, f- a few lesser-known films that I think you gentlemen should check out. I haven't seen them personally, but the recent work of the directors and these new titles are on top of my anticipated... Make these new titles on top of my anticipated list. Here they are. Green Room by Jeremy Saulnier, mm-hmm. who uh, directed Blue Ruin a couple we years ago. We literally were talking about this today. We yeah. will be seeing it. It will happen. Is that the Patrick Stewart? Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm down. Uh, Midnight Special by Jeff Nichols. 
Tim, I know you wanted to see it. I wanted to see it. I um, think it came out here in like a limited, mm-hmm. quick release. So some of this stuff is hard to see. Yeah, I yeah. think it played at the MB- MJR Troy. Yeah, but I don't. It wasn't there for very long. Yeah, like yeah. The, those those movies tends to tend to disappear pretty quickly. Uh, the Lobster by Yorgos Lanthimos. We've this has come up in the group text before. Uh, I think Nick was yeah. the one that threw it in there. Uh huh. Um, the trailer's really funny. He, I, uh, yeah. Who's in it? Colin Farrell. Okay. And John C. Riley. That sounds like a great. And I don't remember who else, but it, it, the trailer's really good. All right. So check out The Lobster. Uh, and then Sing Street by John Carney. Do you guys know that mm, one at not all? Not familiar, no. All right. I'll do some. I'll look it up real quick. He said, I know that these aren't summer movies, but I have a feeling they could be great palate cleansers for all the comic blockbuster CGI and Catherine Heigl movies to come. You guys are great. Keep being hilarious. Go watch a movie. Thank you, Tom. Yes. Um, Thank you. Let me look up this uh, this movie real quick. Okay. It was Sing Street? Sing Street. Hmm. No, I'm not familiar. Um, Looking forward to this superhero blockbuster Catherine Heigl movie, though. <laughs> uh, that sounds like Hancock 2, probably. Like, that's what that probably needs to be. <laughs> Straight to video. Um, so, the Sing Street movie... It's a musical, musical comedy drama written, produced, and directed by John Carney, starring Lucy Boynton, Maria Doyle Kennedy, Jack Rayner, Kelly Thorne, Jack Rayner of uh, Transformers number four, I'm never seeing these again, whatever <laughs> the, the subtitle was, uh, Kelly Thornton and Ferdia Walsh Pilo. The story revolves around a boy starting a band to impress a girl. Sounds like an Alex movie, so if I can see it. Who is the director, John Carney? John Carney. Let's see what he's famous for. Uh-huh. He's an Irish film and TV writer-director, according to uh, uh, Wikipedia. But he did Begin Again, which was the uh, Mark Ruffalo, oh. Kieran Knightley movie that came out a couple of years ago. That looked pleasant. And he did... Oh, he did Once. <laughs> oh, he's the dude... Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm down. He was ringing about... Uh, once is amazing. I love yeah, once. once is a fantastic movie. So... We'll, if those come near us, we'll definitely check them out. Thanks for the suggestion. Absolutely. All right. Uh, what we've been watching. Tim, you had something you wanted to discuss. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I There was a, a VOD horror. That was horror? Horror. I can't. <laughs> horror. It's one of my horror. favorite whose line is it anyway things. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that one, but uh-uh. it's what really is good. It? They, they're doing like the songs of horror movies where they do the, like Wayne Brady singing a song or whatever. Yeah. But somebody mispronounces it and says horror <laughs> and it's, it just turns into a whole thing for the whole episode. But anyway, <laughs> please continue. Um, the one I watched this weekend and I've been. I, I always try to keep up on them. I talk about them every once in a while. Um, the one I watched this weekend was called Holidays. It mm. is a anthology um, horror movie um, that is based around, I believe, eight holidays is the total. Okay. Um, and they just, it's, they're basically like 10, 15-minute horror shorts around uh, based around the holidays. Um, there's a lot of... It's a lot of indie directors, a lot of guys uh, directed movies that I've heard of but haven't seen, and then Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> but fortunately, I have seen his <laughs> horror work. Uh, um, this is, and I know Willie can back me up on this too. Horror anthologies—they're a—they're um, a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, all anthologies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, true. Even comedy anthologies. That, I, that's kind of the definition of an anthology. Exactly. Yeah. Mixed bag. <laughs> It's kind of, yeah, and it's kind of the nature of the beast to have some good, some bad. Yeah. Um. This was mostly, there was only one or two that I thought were bad. 
Um, and the rest were all pretty solid. And then there was one that I thought was really, really good. Um, so clearly Kevin Smith's was the really good one. <laughs> I don't think his was the worst. <laughs> okay. Uh, his good. was at least wasn't my least favorite. All right. So, uh, <clears throat> um, which holiday did Kevin Smith get? He got Halloween. Okay. Um, I won't spoil too many of these cause some of them, the biggest problem with this movie, all of the shorts, none of them really knew how to end. Yeah. Um, satis- in a satisfying way. Um, and that's just uh, that's a tough thing to do anyway. But there were a couple that were pretty creepy. I'll the, I'll I just highlighted three that I thought if you're a fan of these type of movies, you might want to check out. Um, the one I liked the most is called Father's Day. Um, it's directed by a guy named Anthony Scott Burns. I haven't seen anything he's done. Um, he, he's done a lot of visual effects worse, uh, work on like The Last Exorcism, like two and stuff. Okay. So um, it's just. It's about a young woman who finds a she find, finds a cassette tape from her um, deceased father, and she puts on the headphones, and it kind of leads her through a jersey. It's really creepy. Um, it, it's called Father's Day. It's it's really good, very lo-fi. Um, I liked it a lot. Very cool. Um, then there was another one called Easter by Nicholas McCarthy. Um, another guy I'm not real familiar with. Um, I'll just say this one has like the most messed up Easter bunny I've ever seen in my life. It's like a. <laughs> It's like a it's like a combination of like Jesus and Easter Bunny. Oh, <laughs> is man. it scarier than the Bogus Journey one? That Easter Bunny freaked me out as a yeah, kid. Yeah, this is this is grosser. Okay, yeah. Mm. <laughs> this kind of looked like if um speaking of Disney, if like you were to make like an actual Goofy, mm. like mix him with a human. <laughs> Live action Goofy movie. Yeah, yeah, and this was more um this was more that was the other thing. <clears throat> a lot of these weren't really going for like creepy or scary they're going for kind of messed up yeah and th- that's what this was this was just i thought the best of the uh kind of messed up mess with your head all right um last one i thought was really good was called mother's days by a woman named uh sarah adina smith it's about a woman who gets pregnant every time she has sex and Ooh. she gets she gets kidnapped by a cult full of uh barren women they kidnap her and they this one was really cool and um I- i'm kind of i'm kind of into that kind of stuff anyway the kind of witch covens and oh, yeah, okay. yeah. not yeah. barren women <laughs> not barren women <laughs> <laughs> i've gone so many ways <laughs> i'm kind of big on getting knocked up every time I... <laughs> no i'm pretty big on impregnating women <laughs> so oh, those are the three mother's day easter father's day if you're into these sort of things i would say check this out um i would probably wait for netflix it's like seven bucks on demand right now okay i would probably because it's i think that's just it's one of those first it's got, yeah mm-hmm. it'll it'll be headed to netflix at some point um everything else is fine there's a saint patrick's one day one which i thought was the worst it's a bit too try hard mm. for me it tries too hard to be kind of weird and quirky and I, it didn't do much for me um there's a there's one that stars seth green um it's a <laughs> christmas one it was kind of fine it was fine uh, and then the kevin smith one i'll talk about real quick okay um, because i think uh, i'll be honest i think they probably got nabbed him before the name recognition they kind of knew they had a limited audience anyway, and he could bring in yeah. people like me who went, oh, I'm going to have to watch this. Um, he does the uh, Halloween short. He casts his daughter, uh, Star of Tusk, as a... <laughs> and yoga hosers. As, yeah, and yoga hosers as a webcam girl. Like, she performs sexual Ooh. acts mm-hmm. for people online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, She doesn't do any. Yeah, but, but still. I want to... <laughs> boy, Kev. <laughs> so... Um, that was weird. I looked past it. <laughs> um, 
I don't mind her actually. I think she's I think she's likable. I thought she was likable in Tusk. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, as far as like nepotism in, in films, I, I prefer her to his wife and Rob Zombie's wife. <laughs> like, I think she's got a little bit more <laughs> talent there, affability, um, more presence. It's basically about three webcam girls who get revenge on their um, director or whatever you want to call it, the owner of the webcam site. That's right. basically what it's about without getting too. It's really immature and silly i laughed a couple times and i thought the ending was funny i thought i had the i thought i had one of the better endings of the anthology and um but really it's kind of it comes there's two more after it and this is kind of the downturn because it had all been pretty solid for the most part till this one and then this one came and then it kind of goes down from there but yeah overall it was all right it wasn't bad all right willie what have you been watching i also watched uh, well, one segment of a horror anthology. I watched one of them, and then I turned it off. Yeah. Um, I watched the Gareth Evans segment of VHS2, because Tim has told me you need to see this a lot, like for a long time. And I'm knocking out my my ever-growing Tim's you-need-to-see-this list <laughs> um, bit by bit, so that was on there. Um, it's one of the most insane things that's ever been put on film. It's bonkers. It's Gareth Evans, you know? I mean, the yeah. guy made The Raid and The Raid 2, which were also insane. I was out of breath, you know, by the end of that both those movies. Like, I needed to sleep for, like, a, a solid day or two. Yeah. And this is him doing horror. <laughs> um, and he's doing found footage horror. So it's uh, his kinetic style, like mixed with the found footage makes everything even more insane because you're like what am i looking at what what is going on right now like he's but he does found footage really well like i hate found footage movies as a general rule i'm not a big fan but i'm always willing to give him a shot i did watch one called the gallows as well (laughs) a found footage horror movie it's awful (laughs) so so bad like so bad that was not on the list it's horrifically bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. We talked about going to see it in the theater, though. We did. Thank God we didn't. <laughs> um, anyway, but Gareth Evans' segment, basically the idea is that it's, I don't want to say too much, but it's a film crew that's going to interview the leader of an Indonesian cult. Mm. And then things happen. All right. And it gets really, watch it. Like, I, I from what I understand from is what Mad told Dog me, the leader? Mad Dog's not in this. Mm-hmm. No. That's a shame. Oh, no, like, stuff's sadly. coming back to me for like images. Did you watch it back to back? Did you? Did Nikki watch it too? I watched it twice in a row. Okay, okay. I said, Nikki, you need to come out here and watch this. <laughs> I finished and so you need to come out here. Um, it's bonkers. Mm-hmm. It really is. Really freaky imagery. Um, fast paced. Like I said, very kinetic. There's a lot of camera. Like a lot of the camera moves around a lot and keeps you kind of disoriented, but it actually works to increase the. Fear Factor, I think, in this for this particular segment. I liked it a lot. I probably won't watch the rest of VHS 2, but... VHS 2, though, is probably one of the more consistent of those types yeah, of well, anthology then. movies. Yeah, yeah well. I think they're... Because um, the dude that did um, uh, Hobo with a Shotgun has a short on there, oh, too. Oh, yeah, uh, he does. Yeah. No, I'll watch the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I, think, you would, I, I think you would like a couple of I will. Them. Yeah. yeah I, I just really wanted to see that one, because that's the one you had told me about. Oh, so I, I, like, I got to check this out. Yeah, you know? and I, would, I wouldn't watch anything right after that. I'd probably watch that again, like you did. Yeah... Yeah, it's hard to follow that one up. So check it out. I don't. Right. I don't remember what it's called, but it's um. It's in VHS. I think too. it's the third segment on the mm-hmm. in the movie. So all right. Yeah. Uh, I finished up season two of Bosch, which is the Titus Welliver police TV show from Amazon Prime. 
season two is not as good as season one, but they are getting a season three, and I'm still excited to see more. Uh, season two had um, Jerry Ryan in it, oh. which is fun, and there's a few other random people in there that, that were cool, too. So uh, still pretty good. If you got Amazon Prime, definitely worth checking it out. Um, so do that. Um, I started, I watched the first two episodes of The Path, which is the Hulu, Hulu, Hulu's produced show from one of the, the exact, one of the executive producers is Jason Kadams of Friday Night Lights and, uh, Parenthood fame. But he, uh, one of his underlings is actually the creator of the show. And, uh, it's this weird cultish scientology like show where aaron paul is this person who is kind of had his faith his his faith has been shaken and it's him trying to figure out where he should be going and he has like a family that's in the cult and all that kind of stuff oh and uh hannibal what the guy from hugh dancy is in it as well alongside uh michelle monaghan Seemed weird. I want to see more. I think new episodes come out every Wednesday, so there should be, I think, four or five of them out now. So uh, check that out. And then uh, Better Call Saul just ended, season two. Season nine, or episode nine, made me cry. Like, it was painful to watch for many reasons. And the finale had even more difficult stuff in it for lots of different reasons and i just think that show is fantastic so more people need to watch it but i've said that billions of times i don't think we're gonna have a uh season wrap-up episode because john didn't end up watching it i think it and it would just be brian and i and i don't know how good we'd be able to carry a show together just the two of us but um i'll watch it Yeah, you watch you you watch the end of Breaking Bad, so <laughs> I didn't want to be one of the only only ones not watching it. Everybody was talking about it. I said, I'm gonna put it on. Let's see how this show ends. Sorry, right, I'm never gonna watch Lost. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I actually want to. Out of pure <laughs> Out of spite. I'm spite not going the fact to that I, yeah. Yeah. No. I gave it a fair shake. <laughs> <laughs> I watched a season and a half one. Not for me. <laughs> That's but I'll tune to the finale and see how it goes down. Okay. It was a horrible. It was a season and a half of Breaking Bad? Yes. Yeah, okay. And then gave up. And then I watched the finale. Okay. I just want to see how it went. Like, I just want to see how it ended. No, I, everybody I get was, that. Cause I, yeah. Everybody was so excited. I'm like, I want to be part of it. Like, it's just funny because a season and a half is a long time. Like, and then you're like, it's not for me. Well, the first season's like only but six it's, episodes. It's, yeah, that yeah. was that season oh, was yeah. cut off by the writer's strike. Uh, yeah, so I gave it. I essentially gave it a full like cable like a full season. normal cable season. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. Well, I was because I well, it reminded me of I read a book and a half of Game of Thrones, and then halfway through the second book, I'm like, this isn't for me. I read. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's much longer. <laughs> I read That's... half of the first book and went, I'm good. I don't need this. Yeah. Yeah. Game of Thrones is back this weekend, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'll but, be watching uh, it on Mondays. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I will not be watching it on Sundays. Why not? Because I only have HBO On Demand. Oh. So I'll watch it the next day. Oh, but you okay. can be one of those people who bitches about spoilers. Oh, well, yay. Yeah. <laughs> I can go on Facebook and be like, shut up, everybody. <laughs> Nah, yeah. just, just chuck spoilers at me, all of you. Just do it. Just throw them my way. Isn't that, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Even Destroy the, me. 
Yeah. I don't care. I can <laughs> yeah, handle Will, anything. Willie, Willie's impervious to I spoilers. can handle anything. All right. I think that's all. Oh, one more. Yep. There is a, this is real quick, movie called The Invitation. Um, it's on demand right now. It is a horror movie, suspense movie for, it, it's really geared towards adults. I don't want to say anything more about it, but it's really, really good. So if you are in the mood for that, don't pick holidays. Um, Why didn't you tell me about this? Pick the invitation. I thought I did tell you about this. You probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up with the rest of the list first, Willie. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I am failing. All right. Yeah. Uh, so last week we went over Vox's article, the actors and actresses who most consistently appear in terrible movies. Uh, well, we went over half the article because the other half is the actors and actresses most consistently in good movies. Mm. Um, so this was looking at the Metacritic score of, uh, of each actors and actresses movies. I think they need to have starred in at least 10 movies and one of them has to have grossed over $30 million. Uh, according to the rules from last time. Um, so I think we can start off with the actors. Once again, there are 15 actors and 15 actresses. Okay. Uh, who do you guys think is on the actress list or actor list? On the actor list yes. of good movies. Um, Most consistently in the best films. And how many movies do they have to have? Sorry, 10? At least 10, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go I'm gonna go with Fassbender. Fassbender, I'll say Tom Cruise. Um, probably Morgan Freeman. I know he's been a lot of crap too, but I think that I'll say um, Russell Crowe. Yeah, that's not a bad guess. Uh, Gosling, Ryan Gosling, DiCaprio. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Okay. Um, boy, I had one. I'll say Denzel. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, I just I just watched Larry Crown. Yeah. So. That's so good. It's that good. <laughs> I really, I thought the, it was gonna really. Is that like the Julia it. Roberts one? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was gonna really like it, but it's it's that good. Nah. <laughs> um. So that's not on there, probably. Um. She would tell. She's in a lot of good movies. Yeah. Um. Was he in ten of them though? Yeah, he's been in ten movies. She uh, would tell. Absolutely. I don't know. He's in kinky boots, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Okay. Harrison Ford. You guys got three out of 15. <laughs> we are not. Uh, number 15 here. And we should say, I don't think any of these people have more than 15% negative uh, scores on on uh, Metacritic in terms of their, their filmography. Okay. But there are only two people that have all positive and mixed reviews. Okay. Uh, number 15, average score 61. We've got Christian Bale. Number 14, with 62, we have Sean Penn. Okay. Number 13, with 62, we have George Clooney. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just made the Tim Allen Tim song. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen is not on this list. Uh, number 12, with 62 as well, we've got Edward Norton. Uh, number 11, with 62, we've got Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, boy. <laughs> Number 10, <laughs> number 10, <laughs> with 63, we've got uh, Jeremy Renner with, he's got the second most positive percentage. He's got 75% or no, yeah, 75% positive reviews on Metacritic. 
The only what? other the only person higher than that has an eighty four percent high. Has an eighty four percent. Wow. So Jamie Renner's number ten. Number nine, we've got Jake Gyllenhaal with sixty three. Yeah, that doesn't that surprise good. me. That doesn't surprise me. Number- oh, he's in Prince of Persia though. So. <laughs> Well, that that must. Let's be... just shit on all these people that are. <laughs> yeah, name all the th- movies you think are like the in the bad first range. one that came to my head when Tommy Lee Jones was that uh, cheerleader movie. Oh my! I See, love that. He's movie. only got. He's not, he's I only, love that movie. He's only got Man of the House. I believe. Yeah, I, I loved it. It was adorable. He's only got four percent negative reviews. Okay. On Metacritic, so <laughs> the first one I thought of was was Batman Forever. I'll be honest, that was the first. Well, George was Batman and Robin for me, and then Men in Black Two was also. <laughs> Uh, like Jeremy, Ren- Jeremy, Jeremy Renner, Swat. Men, in, Men in Black Two, I could see being in the mixed category. Like okay. there were probably some people that liked that movie. Keep David and let's think of the first movie that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Number eight, Leonardo DiCaprio with sixty-three. The Beach, uh, Marvin's Room. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a six percent negative. The Beach is pretty good. But... Uh, Marvin's Room is actually not a bad film. <laughs> no, DiCaprio's got a pretty good hit rate. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, can you think of a really bad DiCaprio movie right now? Shutter Island kind of blew. Yeah, but even Shutter that Island was wasn't that bad. But still really well made. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, holy I would... shit! Has he made a bad, bad, like a bad movie? Like straight up, like it's not a good movie. Let's let's like, see. Even what... the beach, you can be like, yeah, like yeah. He, like there's there's merit there. Like, what was around that time that when he was kind of a teen idol? Romeo plus Juliet. I can't call it a bad. No, movie. I like Romeo and Juliet actually. Uh, I don't like it, but it's not a bad movie. Yeah. The Man God. in the Iron Mask is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's quality. Spelled his name Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I was in Critters. Three. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I don't know. It's not. Okay. Critters four. Yeah. Oh, One of the two. All right, number seven. 64% average score. We've got uh, <laughs> Matt Damon. Oh, God. Matt Damon. Uh, uh, oh, Green Zone. <laughs> Green Zone. Uh, I was thinking Euro Trip was probably a oh, I one. love that. Movie. I love Euro Trip uh, too. That's yeah. probably yeah. Ryan. Team America. Pretty good. <laughs> um, oh God, no, stuck on you. <laughs> <laughs> With Greg Kinnear. Yes, stuck on you. Thank yeah, you. that's the bottom of the barrel for Matt Damon. Well, yeah, I, let's let's look at what it got on Metacritic. <laughs> it's gotta be low. Stuck on you. Do you think it's lower than Eurotrip on? At 110%. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be. Okay. Stuck on You is technically a positive movie. Are you kidding it's me? It's got a 62 on Metacritic. <laughs> Check well, Eurotrip. Eurotrip. I like, I'll put that. I, I, do I bet Eurotrip's got a higher score. Oh, it's got a 45. <laughs> Why are we even reading these? Honestly, like, 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 like that proves that there's no reason to be doing this. 45 against Stuck on You, which had... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. been a long time since I've seen Stuck on You. I even, don't want to judge even it. Even then, Maybe it's great. Not a movie. Probably not, but... All right. Uh, I'm so mad over here. Number six with 64, we've got Tom Hanks. Larry Crown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toy Story 2. Uh, it sucks. It's not that bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Kind of blows. It's really not that bad. All right, bad. fine. Uh, let me dig deeper here. Um, <laughs> what? what? I, I mean, like, I've got two on the... Castaway. Uh, Castaway's pretty... One of the Da Vinci codes. Oh, yeah. yeah Angels and mark, Demons, yeah, for sure. Mark down for that hair. And that next one. I like one. his hair. He's <laughs> got, got another one coming out, so he might slide down the, the list a little bit. Yeah, All I right. can think of any Tom Hanks movies. Number five. Mm-hmm. Bob De Niro with a 64% oh, yeah. average Anything story. he's made mostly in the last, like, <laughs> 10 years. Like, name... Fockers. 
Bad Grandpa? I haven't no, seen it. not Bad Grandpa. What is it called? Oh, uh, Dirty Grandpa? Dirty Grandpa. Dirty grandpa. Not Bad Grandpa. Fockers. <laughs> bad Grandpa. No, uh, the worst is those Analyze That movies. It fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> They're not good. I'm sorry. There's one part where he shoots a pillow in the first one. It's really funny. That's it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> number three. Or number four. Excuse me. I skipped over one. Uh-huh. With 65%. That's Benedict Cumberbatch. Whoa. He's been in 10 movies? Has he? I think so. I mean, let's look at IMDb. I don't think he's been in any bad movies. I Yeah, I wouldn't be able to name one that's like... <laughs> I don't I, think he's been in enough. I'll be honest. I've, I've seen... Well, I mean... Uh, a handful of Sherlock's. I can tell you where he's the most wasted. All right. And Star Trek, so I don't... He's in oh, Zool- yeah, he's in Star Trek. He's in Zoolander 2. <laughs> oh, well. uh, he's in the Hobbit movies, technically. Uh, yeah, he's in fun. August Osage County, The Fifth Estate, 12 Years a Slave, mm. uh, Star Trek Into Darkness, uh, War Horse, Tinker Tailor Soldier oh, Spy. Oh, I'm a war horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That's, that's the most underutilized. That's him and Hiddleston, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, war my horse. God. Him, yeah. Hiddleston, a horse. On horses. Tumblr, a tumbler explodes. He's got yep. a bunch of other smaller things. Atonement. Some other British stuff. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yep. Come All match. right. Uh, number three. One of the two people on this list with all positive and mixed reviews with the 66 is John C. Riley. <laughs> that man can do no wrong. I'm not, na- I'm not <laughs> naming anything. <laughs> all right. I refuse. Number two. Ricky Bobby sucks butt, though. Number no, two. No. Oh, it's terrible. No, it's not terrible. You're, you're, you're being too harsh right now. You take it down. Ricky Bobby's not good, man. You just, I said man in the house, and you go, I love that. Now <laughs> Ricky Bobby is It was that. hilarious. <laughs> I've never seen Ricky Bobby, actually. No. I didn't like it. I want to, but I haven't. Do you like Ricky Bobby better than Anchorman? No, no. Ricky Bobby's my least favorite of those. Of those, okay. The Farrell McKay movies, but mm. that's like saying... What's the actual? It's like my least favorite Talladega item. At, Nights. Uh, yeah, Nights. my least favorite item at Taco Bell. It's still, <laughs> still wonderful. It's funny because they all have the same ingredients. <laughs> they just mix them around. <laughs> the cinnamon crisps. Yeah. Uh, okay. Probably be the cinnamon crisps. Of, yeah. Of. All right. Number two. Sixty-nine average score. Nice. On Metacritic. Uh, that would be Michael the Last Fastbender. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's got he's got something bad in there. I, I can think, I know what it is. Prometheus. <laughs> that should, it should be not good. I don't know if Metacritic would agree, but <laughs> all right. And then number one, after all that, who do you guys think he's got an average score seventy three percent? Tom Cruise, maybe. I'm, saying, I'm sticking with Tom Cruise. Daniel Day Lewis. Oh, jeez, oh. why did I not think of that? <laughs> I don't think of him. Though. <laughs> no. He's not really an actor. Like he just he's a guy that like occasionally pops up and is on camera for things. <laughs> Right? He's not really an actor. He becomes, he becomes, he becomes things, the character. Yeah. He becomes the character. Yeah. I can't I don't know. He's like those he's like the CG creatures in Jungle Book. He yeah. just is. They're just there. Yeah. Gangs of New York's not my favorite, but I wouldn't call it a bad movie. He's really good in it. So. Yeah, oh yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is pretty good in he's mm. a, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say he's a pretty good actor. <laughs> it's quite a he's made some good movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go over the actresses. Uh, so we got 15 of them again. There are actually one, two, three, four, five, six, seven actresses on here that have no negative reviews. This on is, <laughs> okay. This is, this is interesting to me because when you become a, uh, 
a popular female actor it's it, actress it seems like they throw a lot of crap at you in hollywood yeah so this is i'm interested in this one yeah, yeah. um so i want to check something really quick uh God, yeah that's that's harder than the actors mm-hmm. um meryl's got to be on there right yeah okay are we are we gonna start yeah, Meryl Streep. Yeah, um, I'll say Julia Roberts. Yeah, yeah, that seems right. Natalie Portman. Portman's probably a good choice. Um, All of those Star Wars movies probably aren't. Jennifer mm. Lawrence. Yeah, I think she's probably had some good. A more movies. recent one, yeah. Um, who am I thinking of? That's mm, along the same line with Meryl Streep. Oh, Kate Winslet. Yeah, that's good. Oh, uh, um, nothing. Um. God damn, the Dame Judy Dench. Oh, oh, oh ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and Helen Mirren. Let's that's Helen Mirren's a good let's one. Throw her on there. Right. Um, everything is I'm blanking on because <laughs> now I'm just stuck on the one woman I can't think of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ignoring everybody else. Um, I'll say Amy Adams. Oh yeah, Amy Adams is good. That's a good guess. All right. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. You guys got three again. Okay, oh, good. all right. We're consistent. Number 15 with 60% is Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man 3. Yeah. That's it, my first one I'd name. Yeah. Oh, um, no, I can name. Uh, no, I can, actually, I kind of like Wimbledon. <laughs> Dude, it's, really, <laughs> it's really charming. With, yeah. with uh, Is that Paul Bettany? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I got to rewatch that. Spider-Man 3. She's, I think she's... <laughs> Number 14 with 61%. We've got the Dame, Judy Dench. Yeah, of course. Chron- <laughs> Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> 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 I'm so happy you're... Every t- anytime I'm reminded she's in Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, Ghost Dench. <laughs> Number 13. I feel like you guys are going to disagree with, but I might be wrong. Also, the first person from the bottom of the list that has all positive and mixed reviews. Ellen Page. No, that doesn't surprise me. Ellen Page was one that you guys guessed. You guessed for the bat for the worst. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that doesn't surprise me. I, it's yeah. I don't. I don't know if I've disliked. Oh no, I I hated smart people. I just want to throw that out there. Oh yikes! Yeah, I hated that movie. Who's in that? Uh, this Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church and mm, a couple other people. It was just really condescending and not that smart. Um. Funny enough, <laughs> funny people wasn't very funny, right? Seems like a trend. Uh, I didn't like Juno, so there, there you go. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of Juno. Either. I really, really liked Juno. <laughs> it has like, it was one of my favorite lines in all of a movie. Which one? She goes. Um, Jennifer Garner goes to J.K. Simmons' character. She goes. Um, didn't you ever like? What did you dream to be when you grow up when you were young? What did you want to be? And he goes, I, I wanted to work in heating and cooling. <laughs> <laughs> and I lost it at that That's part. perfect. All right. Number 12 with 62%. We've got Maggie Smith. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Those Harry Potters bring her up, I think. Uh, we had a recording hiccup. So number 11 is Brie Larson. Nobody's surprised about it. Number 10. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, Brie Larson was in Farce of the Penguins. <laughs> oh, no. The, the movie directed by... The Dirty Penguin movie directed by Bob Saget. <laughs> Is that the one that's narrated by Sam Jackson? Yep. <laughs> cool. Uh, number 10, 62% as well, Scarlett Johansson. 
Skyrim's pretty solid, yeah. Number Eight nine. Eight Legged Freaks. Yeah. Very good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very good. They, I don't know. I like it. I like Makes it. me sad. They By the way, Boston Terrier. Maggie Smith was the second <laughs> was the second person with all positive and mixed reviews. Okay. Um. So number nine, sixty-two percent. Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. I like Jodie Foster. She was in a lot of. She just kind of. I think she was in a lot of good movies and then just kind of stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Which helps get all your head. Yeah. And well, now she's directing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and and to be honest, when she's when she the rare times she would pop back up to do a movie, they usually didn't turn out great. So I think the yeah. directing thing is a good avenue for for her. Flight plan wasn't exactly <laughs> Not, nothing to write home about the beaver. <laughs> yeah, the brave one. Uh, number eight, Meryl Streep. You guys got that one. She's got a sixty-three, and she also has all positive and mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The next three have negative reviews, and then everybody after that has. No negative reviews. Okay. Number seven, 63%, Jessica Chastain. She's very consistent. Mm-hmm. She, I feel like she hits, like... She had a negative review, you said? She, she has 17% negative reviews, so she has the most on the list, technically. Really? Okay. But she's the most... She must have some, some high high scores up there. To, Snow White and the Huntsman 2 might change that. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlotte Rampling is number six. Is she the one from... She was up for an Oscar this year. She's the one in all the uh, Lars von Trier movies, right? I don't know. No, the Charlotte uh, Gainsbourg. Thank you. I always yeah. get the two mixed up for some uh, reason. Charlotte Rampling. I don't, under- I don't understand how there can be somebody on this list that I don't know a, a single movie of theirs. That seems kind of crazy to me. <laughs> then again, I don't watch They're movies. They're just that so. good. Alex. Oh, I know who she is. Okay, okay. What is she in? Um, Anything I would... Nothing I... Oh, she, she is in something. She's in Zardoz. The Sean Connery <laughs> oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but like 45 Years, The Night Porter, Swimming Pool. Did you ever see Swimming Pool? Swimming Pool is the other one I've seen. I've, I've heard of it. Okay. But. Um, the Look, The Verdict, Zardoz, Stardust Memories. Oh, the Woody Allen movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know her at all. All right, cool. Uh, number five with 65%, Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And then rounding out the uh, the the only positive and mixed review people, number four, we've got Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Number three, we've got Marion. That was, that was who I was thinking of the entire time. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett? Yep. Okay. Uh, I thought it was like Glenn Close or something. I like oh, I, Glenn Close is somebody who I so they're not quite Swayze uh, Swayze Russell level, but they're yeah. they're similar. <laughs> um, number three, Marion Cotillard with sixty eight percent. Number two. Tilda Swinton with 68%. Wow. The number one was 69. I don't think either of you guys would get this because it definitely wouldn't be. She would. She wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I guess. But Carrie Mulligan was number one on the list. Okay. I wouldn't right. have guessed her. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly enough, I'm looking at the rest of this article here. Um it? I, I, no, it just seems like there's a lot more. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but a lot younger actresses. On this, so this, the, <laughs> they have got, the, which kind of goes along with what you were saying earlier. <laughs> you got young stars like Carrie Mulligan and Jennifer Lawrence rank high, but so do older actresses with established dramatic careers. So it's Good kind point. of on both ends Good of the point. spectrum. Yeah. Uh, on the worst rated actresses list, Sharon Stone was the oldest at 58, but here are four actresses are over 60 years old. Charlotte Rampling 70, Meryl Streep is 66, Maggie Smith is 81, and Judy Dench is 81. 
and with the notable exception of Jennifer Lawrence, uh, who won an Oscar for her role in the comedy drama The Silver Linings Playbook, these women are mostly known for their leading roles in drama films. Mm-hmm. So, all right. And there's some more stuff in this article. It's on Vox, like I said, the most consistently, uh, the actors and actresses who most consistently appear in terrible movies. Um, it's got some other things on, on like how critics feel about uh, different genres with documentaries being the most generally good and horror movies being the most generally bad um, according to Metacritic scores but that's cool so hopefully you guys enjoyed that uh, next up we like Disney movies and yes. we're reviewing a Disney movie this week and Disney's gotten into this rash of putting out remakes to their animated films and in some cases like this one remakes to their live action films or both because it was both both at some point (laughs) um so we figured we would pick uh pick our pick some of our favorites or just pick a pick a movie uh one of disney's animated movies and cast a live action remake of it so uh tim why don't you get started here okay um i picked the little mermaid I haven't seen The Little Mermaid in a long time. I don't think I've ever seen The Little Mermaid. Ah, see. um, Good, excellent soundtrack. Really, why are you shaking your head? Because it's terrible that I've never seen it? Or because you don't like that movie? I was reading something and it (laughs) made me shake my head. Oh, okay. I thought you were shaking your head at Tim's. Um, At mine, never seen it. It was at you. Why? Because you've never seen The Little Mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) I, I wanted to be nice, but I can't. Like... Where was I? The main thing to remember about The Little Mermaid, made in 1990, fantastic soundtrack. I used to own the soundtrack. Some good songs on it. I like Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Under the Sea. I also like, la, 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 kiss the girl. That's good. Na, na, na. I like the, uh, probably one of my favorite soundtracks. Okay. Um, also, on the original poster, there's a giant penis. That's yeah. <laughs> one of the parts. A of the golden game. penis. A giant golden penis. Yeah. And then... <laughs> My buddy and I stayed up. The Little Mermaid. This is when we were like teenage boys and we were really into horror movies. But we stayed up and watched The Little Mermaid on Disney Channel at 2 a.m. Because we both wanted to see if we could tell where the priest who was marrying Ariel, spoilers, Ariel and the prince, um, at the end, he it looks like he gets an erection. Yeah. <laughs> and we watched it. And I don't know if it's just an animation um, slip or what, but it... Like in that area that night on Disney Channel, I haven't watched it since. Like it grew. Yeah. Like it looked like he got an early. Yeah, I wonder if the Blu-ray still has that right? stuff. In it. <laughs> Just like with Aladdin, when the genie throws the glitter in the air and it says sex. Yes. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think there's. I think there's also something in Fievel Goes West. I think. Okay, wait. I think it's the Lion King is the one that says sex because uh, Simba falls down and then the dust goes up in the stars oh, and then yeah, in maybe. aladdin it was supposedly um um jasmine yeah jasmine and oh. um aladdin what is what does he say apparently like there's a whisper when he's like wooing her on the balcony and it just says good girls take off their clothes or something like that <laughs> like something weird like that's really weird yeah those are the only ones i know of anymore so anyway weird sex sex tough aside we're gonna keep that out yeah of, of this one um so the little mermaid as Ariel, the main character, um, I I think this should be a musical still. 
Okay. Because I like all the songs. And I think Little Mermaid... Would but ha- real quick, I'm sorry. The Rescuers, there's one point where a bunch of like Polaroids oh, get thrown yeah. at the screen. And there is a naked woman on, uh-huh. one of the polar- on one of the pictures. Yeah, it's like a... Anyway, it's like a an actual live action like naked woman. <laughs> it's like a nudie magazine. Yeah. Nudie, anyway, sorry. A nudie magazine. <laughs> one of them nudie <laughs> magazines. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go down to the corner there. Go down you- <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> Your Little Mermaid, that live action should still be yeah. I think a musical. And I just uh, I read somewhere that they um, Sofia Coppola is actually they're actually doing this, and oh. Sofia Coppola is actually going to is attached as director, and Chloe Grace Moretz okay might, is going to play the Little Mermaid or was in talks. This is what I read earlier. So okay, um, I think that's a pretty good choice, direct uh, director wise. Um, she has a good handle on music, but I think if you don't keep the music in there, there's some as as people like to say on the net these days, there's some problematic things in The Little Mermaid, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, much like Cinderella. So, yeah. um, so I tried to cast people that had um, musical talent and also were actors, and that's nice. But I also had to Google like everybody because uh, I don't know any actors or actresses under the age of 20 anymore because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. But I do know one. And her name is Zendaya, or Zendaya, uh, yeah. future star of Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. This is the only reason I know her, but <laughs> apparently she is on Disney Channel shows. She's a singer. She's an actress. She does it all. Uh, she's on the Disney Channel program, Shake It Up and Casey Undercover. Uh, I just really like it. Her name is Zendaya. <laughs> uh, what you say? Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah, it's kind of like Zendaya, but... <laughs> with a Z. So she's got to be a Little Mermaid. Kids love her. Can't get enough. She's going to be a huge star. Um, so then the prince, Prince Eric, I believe is his name. Yeah. Um. At first, you look at the guy and you go, oh, man, that's the that's the kid from Goosebumps. Like, <laughs> but I didn't want yeah. yeah. to do Dylan that. Dylan Minnette, I believe. Dylan Minnette. Yeah. You're like, whoa. <laughs> but I felt wrong doing that. Um. <laughs> Here's the thing what I could not figure out with Little Mermaid. So it ge- geographically where it takes place. I don't know if this has ever been established, but the uh, all the all the people on the ground they seem to sing reggae. Uh, yeah. So I was thinking like it's got to take place towards Jamaica, correct? So what I mean Prince Eric running around a white guy in Jamaica, it seems. Uh, it's probably a Britain Some, Like a colonial. Yeah, yeah colonial I don't something. like that either. We got to be more modern. <laughs> I don't like that. That's gross. Yeah. Yeah, because that, that could lead, uh, speaking of problematic, that could lead to something. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So there's only one prince I could think of, and he's the son of the Fresh Prince, and he has excellent <laughs> musical talent, and that is one Mr. Jaden Smith. <laughs> Oh, man. He can wear his white Batman suit. <laughs> That's true. So he will be my prince. <laughs> um, King Triton is his name, I believe. Yep. <coughs> Ariel's dad. Um, This is Idris Elba. Like, you mm. have to cast him, but I'm not going to. Because he's been in four Disney he movies. He keeps showing up in Disney movies, and it's just too obvious. So I went with another, because uh, I, I don't know if King Triton sings or not. I went with Common. Because Common is an actor over 40, and he also has some musical talent, and he's big. Common's a big dude. Like, you wouldn't want to mess with Common. Um, he can throw a trident. Right. Yeah. Right. Underwater. So, and Common is very, he's a very soft-spoken gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you probably have to add some after effects to his voice. Yeah. But if you did, then you bellowed. You're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
uh, Ursula. Yeah. I did not realize this before today. Ursula is related to the Little Mermaid. Really? That's a, I guess it's technically her aunt. I think it's King Triton's sister. Oh. So, and uh, this worked out well because I actually think she'd make a, but Queen Latifah. There you go. I actually think she'd make a really good Ursula. Yeah, I could totally <laughs> see that. Um, they might have to play a little different. So then I guess I did voices for the next two and that's it. Um, I like how I, and I just realized, uh, I just started casting members of Barbershop, <laughs> which <laughs> with Common and Queen Latifah, which by the way, I watched the first Barbershop a week ago. It's really good. Um, <laughs> and it was, good. I was kind of surprised. Um, just because I think people like they, they always show the, uh, they only show like the um, Cedric the Entertainer parts whenever I see it, and I'm just like, oh god, shut up, Cedric. But the rest of it's really good. <laughs> <coughs> um, Sebastian, he's the uh, what is he? A crab? The crab? Yeah. yeah, he's a crab. He's the uh, he's the little Jamaica guy, singer of Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Um, I really want to go with the best Jamaican actor we've ever had. That's one, Mister Leon. From Cool Runnings. <laughs> Sorry, Cool Runnings and Above the Rim. But I don't think Disney's going to go for that. So <laughs> um, I just casted Don Cheadle. I figured he could do a Jamaican accent. <laughs> um, and then Flounder. Everybody's favorite Flounder. Flounder, from what I recall, he sounds like a little boy. A lot of the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, oh. um, so I just said, that's got to be Elijah Wood. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and that's, I mean, you could go from there. I don't remember. I think there was another um, little fish running around or some sort of sea animal. I don't remember. Yeah. And then she has sisters too, but nah, yeah. I wasn't going to go that. I mean, that's in too deep. And then Sophie Coppola can still direct it because I, I read that <laughs> and I went, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Willie, did you, did you put something together? Yeah. I'm going to fan cast uh, my favorite Disney movie, The Lion King. Um, you might be wondering a live action <laughs> remake of the Lion King. You might be wondering what the point is because it'll just be guys doing voice Voices. acting. <laughs> but I'm going to cast the lions. Um, like they're going to be people? No, it's going to be lions playing lions. What? So, uh we're going to get an unknown lion cub as for Simba, for young Simba. <laughs> um to start with, I want to get the, you know, I secondhand lions. Anybody ever see that? Oh yeah, I love that. I'm going to go with the lion from secondhand lions. All right. I'm going to go with him for adult Simba. I think he's got a got a regal kind of an elegance about him. Oh, was there was a lion in secondhand lions? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Really? I don't know if he's still alive anymore. <laughs> don't don't do this. <laughs> I thought second for whatever reason I for the longest time, I guess. I never watched the movie. But I thought secondhand lions was like a, like a I thought, saying. I like or yeah. I thought their last name was Lion. Oh, I yeah, see. Like, no, there's yeah. an actual lion. There is an actual lion, but it also is a play. Like, oh, like is it? there, it's there's a play on the word. It's a great movie. Is I it, love that movie. It's a lot. Robert Duvall and Haley Joel Osment. Right? Yep, and yes. uh, and, and um, <laughs> you can do it, Bruce. I want to oh, say Michael Caine. Michael Caine, yeah. thank you. It was <laughs> a horrible. Michael, was you can do it, Bruce. <laughs> oh, was that from Batman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my Batman impression. <laughs> you can do it, Bruce. That's that. Uh, that sounds just like him, right? That was actually from Interstellar. Thank you. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for uh, Mufasa, <laughs> I was gonna say Michael Caine, and then you did your impression. And you I can do it. I wasn't sure, sure anymore. You're like, wait, is that who said it? <laughs> that's surely that's not Michael Caine. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yes. I sound more like fucking Tom Hardy than yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Mufasa mm-hmm. and for his brother Scar, 
We're going to go with the two lions from The Ghost in the Darkness, starring Val Kilmer <laughs> and uh, Michael Douglas. They have great on-screen, on-screen chemistry, obviously. Mm. And I think bringing them back together for this performance would be nice. It would be a nice reunion of sorts. Um, <laughs> let's see here. We really need... We're going to cast the, the meerkat from, from uh, Animal Planet's Meerkat Manor to play. <laughs> the one meerkat? Uh, Flower was oh, her name. Okay. She was the leader of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cast her. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to cast the warthog from the 80s uh, horror film Razorback <laughs> as, as Pumbaa. Um, and let's see here. Oh, yes. Can you as, get him? What's that? Can you get him? Can you still get I'm going to see if I can get him. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to make it happen. Uh, he's got to scare the kids. No, he. The, that's the thing is, like, I feel like if we want to get that Oscar bait, yeah. see, The Lion King's already accomplished a lot awards wise. From what I recall, I, I think it won an Oscar or two. And uh, yeah, I remember because Elton John did at least. Yeah, because yeah. Sam Smith. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he didn't remember. Um, but so what we need to do here to kind of make sure that this is up to the prestige of the original, it needs to win Oscars. We need to do that. Yeah. By having some redemption stories, and one of those redemption <laughs> stories would be the the warthog right. from Razorback. Yeah. Like this is his chance to turn his career around and not be pigeonholed as a bad guy. Pumbaa's a broken, um, a broken pig. And absolutely. <laughs> and then um, I'm going to cast the monster from Creepshow as Rafiki, the monster in the box from Creepshow. For <laughs> um, and oh yeah, finally. So for Simba's mom, I'm going to uh, I'm going to go a little crazy here. And I'm going to cast a tiger as Simba's mom. Whoa. Um, I want to go with the redemption story of having the tiger that ate Siegfried, like, like be able to <laughs> we get, get her career back together mm. again. Is it Siegfried or Roy? Which, the one that got bit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put a fake mane. <laughs> we don't have to put a fake mane on it. It's a girl. No, yeah, no, plus, plus this will get all the fans in an uproar because... An uproar? Heaven, for, oh, <laughs> heaven forbid you change, you, you do any race changing in these yeah. movies. Like, so if we change is, the species, species if we change the species, let's see how crazy these fans get, right? Yeah. So I like it. I think it's a little controversial. Pretty good. What about, are there any hyenas that we could cast in the hyena race? I don't know of any famous hyenas. Yeah, I don't no. know if there are any. I think you go with your unknowns on that one. Yeah. Um, the bird, I like that. <laughs> uh, the Zazu. Zazu? Yeah, I'd say we don't need to go with with the exact same looking bird. I say we go with that little adorable little white uh, macaque that won all those like my animals talented shows because oh, right. he can say all sorts of cool stuff. I know. Yeah, go with him. Are there no hyenas? Has there never been a hyena in a film? I think there's got to be somewhere, but yeah. probably. But I can't think of them right now, so I'm not going to cast those characters. Yeah. I'll leave that to the other casting agents, directors, right. whatever. Uh, so I picked Tarzan because okay. I like Tarzan a lot. It's Good not job, my favorite. Alex. I just didn't feel like I could tackle Aladdin in the way that it needed to be tackled. I don't know what that means. So write in, let us know what you think. <laughs> Feedback on MidwestFilmNerds.com. But, uh, so Tarzan, I still want it to be a musical, but I don't want them to write any new music. I just want them to use the same Phil Collins music because it's so good. So you could, okay. And then nobody's, they're not even going to sing it still. It's just going to be a bunch of montages. Phil Collins is Tarzan then, right? Well, no. Actually, oh. I have a better, I have a better, okay. Okay. I think my pick is better than that. Peter Gabriel? You guys can, you guys can be the choice. So I did do a little multimedia presentation. Excellent. If it ends up online, it does. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. Sure. But, all right, uh, so Kala, who was voiced by Glenn Close originally, I, I wanted to get a motherly voice. I did not pick a voice for T- Turkina, 
I didn't really know. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell did Turkina, but it could really just be any, like, somebody who could sound obnoxious, kind of, I think, would just do it well. Any kind of, any, any, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of good obnoxious. Lady. And then even, like, not obnoxious. I don't know. Melissa McCarthy would probably be a good Oh, yeah, there you, go. there you go. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, so, uh, uh, yeah, so Kala, who's who's Tarzan's ape, ape mom, I was figuring it would be Katie Seagal. Ooh, I like that. From Married with Children. She's got a nice motherly voice, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, so I think she'd be good. Uh, the Professor. <laughs> the Professor. I couldn't think of like an old British guy who's short enough for this, but really any excuse to make Paul F. Tompkins do <laughs> his, uh, his uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber voice. And if you could put him in a bunch of really old man, like it, it would be perfect. I would love to watch that for two hours. So Paul F. Tompkins is the professor. Uh, Clayton, I kind of picked two pictures here just to kind of illustrate. For some reason, when I saw Clayton, I was like, "It's got to be Peter Serafinowicz." <laughs> like I think. What that, is that? I don't know what it's from. <laughs> it's a, it's a great picture though, but I think I think he would pull off the role really well. Yeah. So I think that would be that would be great. Uh, Jane Porter, my pick for Jane Porter was uh, Emily Blunt because I wanted a pretty looking British lady to be Jane Porter. And then finally, I think the most inspired casting that I did. As soon as I thought, like I was sitting there trying to think of who I wanted to cast as Tarzan. And as soon as this thought popped into my, ma- my mind, I could not, I, there was no erasing it. Like I was like, I got to find somebody else because this is too ridiculous. And he's a little old, so we could probably, like this would have to be filmed a couple of years ago or something. But it, I, I, it's Weird Al. There's no, there's no other person that could be adult Tarzan than Weird, Weird Al. Al. Even that Emily pose Blunt. you got. Yeah, I know. It was. I saw that picture. I was like, no, I can't do any better than this. It's Weird Al. Weird Al is Tarzan. It's perfect. Look at it. Finally, I'm just I mean, it's the it's the same face. Weird Al and e- Weird Al and Emily Blunt as romantic, romantic <laughs> shirtless loincloth Weird Al. <laughs> Sliding across branches in the jungle. He can do the music too. That's, I mean, that's true. I, so he can do the Phil Collins parody versions <laughs> of all of the yeah. of all the songs. I like it, Alex. I thought it was pretty good. Very well done. Very. I well done. like the the for some reason that Weird Al hit my brain and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> I need to see this. Anyway, that's good. Uh, just so you know, Willie, uh, there's a movie called Hyenas. Okay. And it stars Costas Mandalore. <laughs> this is what you were doing. <laughs> oh, Costas Mandalore. Costas Mandalore. And Tim and I. Meshach Taylor, who is the uh, the homosexual gentleman from Mannequin. Oh, great. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, Tim and I will probably be meeting Costas Mandalore on Saturday. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. We'll let you know is how it was. Is that the horror convention in uh, yeah. Novi? He'll be yes. there. Motor City Nightmares. Cool. Is there anybody else cool going? Uh, we don't need to talk about anybody else. Well, yeah, but no. Nah, Jason Mewes is going to be there. Oh. Um, God, I don't even remember the list now. Yeah, is it Kane Hodder? Kane Hodder is going to be there. Uh, yep. Signed Jay Mewes photo for Nick. <laughs> I mean, the snoochy boochies, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> He'd love that. I'll ask him what he thinks of of his friend Kevin's recent shift in uh, career goals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't remember who else. There's a lot of kind of like Sid Haig's going to be there. What's the name of Motor City Nightmares? Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Cool. Sid Haig. Yeah. There's, there's, there's. Maybe we'll do a report back on it. Lloyd Kaufman. Good. Yeah. Oh, yes. Trauma's founder. Yes. Star of Guardians of the Galaxy, Lloyd Kaufman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. 
All right. Well, we are already an hour into our episode, yeah. and we haven't oh, even talked about the uh, the feature film, which is John Favreau's The Jungle Book. Uh, the IMDb synopsis says the man cub Mowgli flees the jungle after a threat from the tiger Shere Khan. Guided guided by Bagheera the panther and the bear Baloo, Mowgli embarks on a journey of self discovery. Though he also meets creatures who don't have his best interests at heart. Uh, this movie stars Neil Sethi as uh, Mowgli, but we've also got Bill Murray as Baloo, Ben Kingsley as Bagheera, Idris Elba as Shere Khan, Lupita Nyong'o as Raksha, uh, Scarlett Johansson as Ka, Giancarlo Esposito as Aquila, Christopher Walken as King Louie, and pour one out for Gary Shandling as Iki. Oh, yeah, he was okay. the porcupine. So, um, oh, that's cool. So, Willie, prepare to shake your head. I've never seen the animated Jungle Book or any other incarnation of the Jungle Book ever that's okay. before. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but you, you are the Jungle Book expert on I, the podcast. Well, that's pumped the brakes a little bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm a fan. You're a Jungle Book, Jungle Book aficionado. Yeah, I'm a fan. there ever was yes, one. Yes, I told the story in the podcast before. I'll yep. tell it briefly just so everybody knows who hasn't heard it. Um <laughs> So basically, I am a big fan of the Jason Scott Lee um, 1994 Stephen Summers directed Jungle Book. And I made my wife, my now wife at the time, girlfriend, very aware of this early on. And it has never really been available on DVD or, or, or Blu-ray, um, to my knowledge. So it was hard as hell to get. And didn't. So she's been buying me versions of the Jungle Book for years. <laughs> so I've got about... 12 or 13 different copies of the of different versions of the jungle book. Um, and I have that one on VHS now, but anyway, you get, so one, you get one every year for your birthday. Don't generally you? I get one every year, either for my birthday or Christmas, sometimes both. Okay. Sometimes I get three of them at a time. <laughs> so I have so many copies of the one starring Sabu, but all with different cover art. <laughs> so anyway, so uh, yeah, no, I'm a fan of the jungle book. I grew up watching that one and the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I've read some of the original stories, not the whole collection, but some okay. of the original stories, the Roger Kipling stories. Yeah. yeah. So I was really excited going into this because yeah, I wanted to see what the new spin on it was, I guess, you know. So what'd you think? I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. I thought it was great. Um, it's not, it's a nice blend of some of the more adult aspects of some of the originals. I shouldn't say adult, some of the more mature aspects of the original stories. And then the 1994 summers one, with the classic, like, some of the songs and, and, and a little more of the characterization of the Disney cartoon. And it's a perfect blend, I think, of it. I, I, almost, I almost compare it to um, the 1990 Ninja Turtles movie because it's a nice blend of, like, the cartoony version and the more, you know, the more traditional version. Yeah. I, I like that. It's a marriage of the two and both elements work. Um, my only real complaints here are some of the, the, uh, the voice acting, the mix is weird on this movie and it's hard to hear some of the dialogue from guys like Kingsley at, in moments, at least I might've been my theater, but for me, there were moments where I was like, what did he just say? And it sounded like it, it, in certain scenes, I'm like, I can tell that they're not in the same space. You know what I mean? Like wow. it felt off. It felt like he was in a room recording, not he was, I didn't have that issue, but I, I saw it in Atmos. So did I. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. All right. So that's why it's weird. I don't know. I I don't know. Anyway, um, so that was a little bit of an issue, and it is a little bit long for a kids' movie. I mean, then this is aimed at kids. I think this is. I would take my kid to this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's a little long for a kids' movie by about ten minutes or so, maybe fifteen. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Wasn't bothered by because I think it cruises along pretty well. But yeah. 
I can see where a kid would get restless. Uh, there was a, one kid in the theater with us, and, and they left a little early, or like a half hour early, because he was getting... Mm. Um, and it can be a little scary in moments, yeah. that's for sure. But I that doesn't make me angry, actually. Um, I could see it as a complaint, but it's... I, I've talked before on this show about how I kind of want kids' movies to have some balls again. <laughs> And like, not be afraid to like teach kids some lessons and 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 kill characters and and make bold choices. So, yeah. I was actually ha- happy about that. Um, the cast is amazing. Uh, Favreau directs the hell out of it. It looks gorgeous. Uh, the effects, for the most part, are top notch. There were a couple little moments that looked a little wonky, but nothing that took me out of the movie. Um, I love some of the the character growth you get for Mowgli, and then how the characters around him grow based on their perceptions of what Mowgli is and what people are. Love that. Um, love his relationships with the different characters. Uh, Bagheera is one of my all-time favorite characters, period, in anything. So I was psyched to see him. Bagheera made um, me want to buy a black cat. I name him Bagheera. <laughs> yeah, Bagheera is... In, the char- I love the character. I, he's, he's Obi-Wan. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah. Um, he's super cool. And Kingsley is the is a perfect choice for that. Um Bill Murray, awesome. I'll let you guys talk about him a little bit because he's fantastic. Walken, the whole the whole cast is great. Uh, I love the music. There's nothing I'm angry about with this movie. Um, the plot worked well. I kind of hope we get another one. I'll be honest. I think there's room for this. The there second to be, Jungle Book. Yeah, there's room for there to be a second story. I think here, and I don't. I think you could do a lot with it. I'd almost personally, I'd wait. Um, I'd give it four or five years and wait until the kid's a little older and do more of a teenage Mowgli where he's been living in the jungle a little longer. And maybe he's got different temptations and different, you know what I'm saying? Like he's got different reasons to want to be pulled. Maybe Mm -hmm. he's a pretty girl or something. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, really, I I loved it. Uh, I think anybody could go see this and enjoy it. Yeah. If you're looking for action or just like something to take the kids to, anything. Yeah, it's worth it. All right. Tim, what did you think of the Jungle Book? Um, I liked it quite a bit. Um... Yeah, I liked it. It was. <clears throat> I'll say this: I, I'm not necessarily. I don't think I'm like the target audience for this movie. I don't have any kids. Um, I'm a little older, and I'm not a huge fan of any of the, the other ones. Material, yeah. yeah, I mean, I've seen the original Jungle Book. I don't think I've ever seen the <laughs> Stephen Summers, Jason Scott Lee one. But I mean, I liked it. I mean, I like those movies. Um, but I thought this was um. This and Chef are a nice little uh, one-two punch bounce back for John Favreau after absolutely um, Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two. Iron Man Two was fun and mess, but messy for me. Yeah. Um, Cowboys and Aliens was not fun. <laughs> it was just messy. messy. Um, <laughs> um, but this is um, this is a movie that plays to his strengths, which are kind of varied, fun characters, and uh, it's paced really well. And I think the script plays to that. Um, there are a couple things I thought that held me back from like loving it as a movie. Um, I think the third act gets a little muddled, um, thematically and the geography of the final action scene. Like I didn't know where, yeah, I, didn't know what, yeah. I don't know where anybody was. Um, it's kind of the same way with Iron Man, honestly. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they both kind of, I'm kind of just like, eh, this is my least favorite part of the movie. Um, but I think he's found a nice niche, um, with kids movies, especially, because Zathura is pretty good. Elf is really good. Um, even Iron Man's kind of a kid's movie. Yeah. In a way. So um, I think he's kind of, um, it's just a nice, good family movie. There are some more tense moments and darker moments really touched on him. Um, I like that too. Because I didn't think it was, 
I think sometimes I don't. This is weird for me because I don't have kids, but I think sometimes we worry too much. Maybe even about what goes in certain movies. I liked that there was a little bit more violence, but not like over the top. And it wasn't for the sake of violence either. Yeah, it wasn't for the sake of violence. Move the story forward. Um, one of my issues, the movie that popped in my head, um, I liked the Goosebumps movies, but I was kind of bummed by Goosebumps movies. Not, I meant movie, not mm-hmm. movies. Uh, I liked the Goosebumps movie, but what I was bummed about is I remember being kind of creeped out by Goosebumps when I was a kid. And kind of yeah, spooked. and the movie doesn't The movie's just a straight-up comedy, and mm-hmm. I just went... <laughs> like It kind of felt like... In a way, it felt like kid kids' gloves for kids <laughs> i mean yeah um and this didn't have that i mean it wasn't like hardcore like go get them it wasn't like it wasn't like the hobbit r-rated it wasn't, it wasn't Zack snyder's uh... <laughs> no but it was i mean it had its moments um and there's a nice balance it never tips over um i liked Mowgli. um i've seen some people online that are kind of ripping this kid <laughs> In a way, I think he does well. He's fine. My only like issues with him is that I feel like his arc isn't that much of an arc as it is just like a switch flip. Yeah, I, I, but I, but I, I still think that. he does well. The performance. Yeah. I just want to say real quick. I'm sorry. I don't want to like. No, right. th- this kid is this kid's first feature mo- like yeah. feature, and he's acting opposite plastic heads. Yeah, like it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's way it's way better than it has any right to. Be. Also, he favorited my tweet today. So there you go. That was really nice of him. <laughs> His parents probably did, but it was nice of him. Yeah, yeah. I, I that was what I was going to bring up is yeah, he's acting. I mean, I, I don't even, I, I don't know. I feel weird judging child actors in a way. It just seems ever since Jake Lloyd. <laughs> I was going to ask what, what changed this for you, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. One time I saw Jake Lloyd outside of Denny's and he was smoking. <laughs> I wanna. He's at a comic con at Chicago Comic Con, and I was just like, "Oh, buddy!" And like, I felt bad. I'm like, "God, what do we do?" And I'm like, "Why did we?" Because there are so many people that like attacked his performance. I'm like, he was the problem with the <laughs> the perfection of Phantom Menace was tarnished by Jake Lloyd. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, this kid is um, <coughs> excuse me. I liked Mowgli quite a bit in this movie. Um, I like that they made him kind of like the uh, he's spunky and he's also kind of a Luke Skywalker, which is funny. I didn't even think of Obi Wan, um, but he's kind of like a Luke Skywalker and that he's constantly asking questions. And I think that's a yeah. neat way to bring in the audience. It also makes him kind of annoying. Like Luke Skywalker can be kind of annoying, but like that's a character mm-hmm. trait. <laughs> um, so I like that the voice actors were good. Um, I particularly liked Idris Elba. I thought that was the best marriage of. Um, CG character and voice um, was his as whatever the tiger's name is. Shere Khan. Shere Khan. Yeah. Chaka. Chaka Khan. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it's just a nice, a solid, fun, fast-paced, elegant. I don't know any adjectives. Elegant's <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. To throw out there. But. Movie. Kids movie. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Uh, I don't really have too much different to say than anybody. I personally feel like Bill Murray was one of the best. Ameri- I think, I think honestly, Bill Murray, Idris Elba, and Christopher Walken are all these like great picks for those particular characters. Uh, the Christ- like I had forgotten Christopher Walken was even in the movie until we got to that point, and it was such a. I was so happy about it. I was like, oh my God, Christopher Walken's yeah, a I gigantic <laughs> monkey in this movie, and it's beautiful. And he has a song that he gets to sing. So that's that's great. I thought the musical elements in this movie worked out really well, which I feel like 
I guess I think Cinderella is maybe the only other live action one that I've seen, and I don't feel like there was that much in terms of musical. Are we counting Oz? I don't think Oz I don't counts because count okay. it's yeah, it's, but unless it's unless it's it's Disney doing a live action version of something that's been a Disney cartoon. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I like, but but I I think the musical parts of this worked really well, uh, which I wasn't expecting. You know, typically I feel like in a lot of kids movies these days I, if there is a musical element to it i'm like i don't know if this needs to be happening but it worked out pretty well here i think the effects are fantastic and that's coming from somebody who doesn't want to but usually looks at those things trying to find the the faults with it and i couldn't find anything wrong with any of it 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 they all looked beautiful and uh i heard that um a single frame of Baloo took at least five hours to render because of how many like individual hairs. Probably the hair, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty insane. That's um, unreal. But no, it's 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 fantastic. It's great. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess the only other places I wanted to take this before we got into spoilers. I don't know if there are that many things to say in spoilers, really. So maybe we won't. I don't. I don't have anything that I like spoiler wise that I need to talk about. Yeah. But. Yeah. I, I guess we've already kind of talked about the music. I kind of wanted one more song closer to the beginning. Yeah. Just because I and I almost wonder if there wasn't one deleted out. Um. Because that was. I guess. I. Li- it's weird. I really liked the uh, King Louis Christopher Walken song. Yeah. And I and I love Christopher Walken's singing voice, but. The Baloo song felt natural, like it was him and yeah. um, Mowgli, and it felt like something that would happen. And I really loved the, uh, um, there's like a, it's like a New Orleans jazz, like arrangement. Yeah. And it's really cool. Um, um, but the second song just kind of, I went, oh, oh, this is a musical. Yeah. Like it just kind of took me out of it. I, I wish there was like one more song. Well, so they throughout. had, they actually had Scarlett Johansson sing a song, the song, uh, Trust in Me. Oh, it's really? over the credits. It's over the credits. I wonder if so. Okay. Maybe that was in a longer cut of the movie earlier on. I don't I, think they'd have her just record it for the credits. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine that would have been the main purpose. But maybe that would have worked a little bit better. Because did they cover all the songs from the, the original cartoon? I believe that that's everything. I'm not sure. I think I there's only a handful in the original. That, yeah. So you know, I don't know. And okay. I thought that song sounded great. I think it. Which one? The, Trust in me, and yeah, and in the credits, I think it would have fit well. But yeah, I can I can see that. That makes sense. Um, how do you guys feel about the Andy Circus one coming out in two years? I don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. No, no, nope. I don't because this is this is doing well. Disney will announce a sequel, and they'll go. Ah, there's no reason for us to be doing this right now. So I mean, yeah, Disney better rush out. I mean, not rush out a sequel, but they should announce one and just say like, hey, we got this. They should. They actually, I mean, they came out and renamed, they retitled the 2018 one Jungle Book because it used to be Jungle Book Origins and now it's oh, just Jungle to Book. To me, this makes it more confusing. And yeah, absolutely. Who is, uh, is it Warner Brothers? Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Warner Brothers is just, they're trying so hard to put something out that's going to stick and I don't know. Uh, Andy Circus did say he wanted to go as dark as he could with with this one. Like, I think he wasn't... I think a lot of, he's been asked the question, are you worried about the fact that there's a Disney Jungle Book coming out? And he's basically just been like, our movie's going to be darker than that. Like, we're we're taking a different focus with it. Uh, the cast, real quick, Shere Khan was going to be Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, Christian Bale was Bagheera. 
Kate Blanchett was Ka. Andy Serkis was Baloo. Uh, and then there's a few other characters here that I don't really know. Tabakwi. Tabakwi is a jackal. He in the books in the stories, it's actually Shere Khan's only buddy, and he's kind of a little asshole. Okay, you know? uh, Nisha. <laughs> Nisha is Naomi Harris. I think that's one of the wolves. Maybe. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think Jack so. Rayner is Brother Wolf. Brother Wolf. That's gray. Eddie Marsan is V Han. And then there's a few other people. Peter Mullen is Aquila. So there's. They've got they've got a pretty venerable British cast lined up for this movie. Yeah, right. Matthew Rees is John Lockwood. Does that? Do you remember? Ring any? A bell. All right. So I yeah I don't know. Was there a Mowgli cast? Yeah, the Mowgli is Roland. Was it an adult or a kid? No, he's a kid. Rohan huh. Chand. See, I say if you, the, if it's actually the kid from Bad Words. That, oh, I love uh, that kid. Yeah, um, he's really good. I say if you go, if if they're going to continue moving forward, that you do an adult Mowgli. If you're going to go dark, make that's it, what I was thinking. Make it more of a Tarzan. Then Tarzan's coming out. So I don't know that that's. I don't know. I mean, with the movie being two years out, I don't know because you would think they they probably need a lot of post production on that movie because it's an Andy Circus movie. It's all going to be mocap, but I feel like if it it keeps getting pushed back they must be able to change things around at this point can we get nicholas cage's car please so he can he can <laughs> reuse some of his beautiful movements from ghost rider <laughs> too speed of engine no i'm All sure right. they'll make a third one i'll make another jungle book yeah with nick cage and um kid played anakin skywalker and christensen <laughs> be direct to video yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Nick Cage can wear his bear suit from Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage just plays all Everybody, the animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-man show. He plays Mowgli, too. That sounds fantastic. I would watch, I'd watch there it. A, is there a bunny? Because that could be a nice Con Air callback. Bunny back in the box. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. There, can, is, there is now in Nick Cage's Jungle Book. There's, there's a bunny. A bunny. Yeah, he just he just he just throws animals that he likes in there. He's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna Sharpay. I think they're funny. <laughs> your Nick Cage is much better than your Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Bruce. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> that's that's like Rob Schneider, Michael Caine. <laughs> Schneider Caine. <laughs> Skater. Oh boy! Yeah, well, no, I feel I, I really enjoyed it. Go see it. Absolutely, I I saw it in 3D. I should say, oh, how was the 3D? The 3D. I mean, it's not. I wouldn't say that it adds a lot to the movie. I think it does a lot to make the jungle feel more alive. I would presume if I would have if I would have compared the two, I think that's where the it really adds that depth and just that kind of living element to the jungle. Yeah. I think. Um, but it's great 3D. Like it's, I, I don't. I'm pretty certain it was shot in 3D, okay. and it's it's pretty stellar. Like cool. it's, I I had no issues with it at all. We were sitting dead center, which I recommend with any any 3D mm-hmm. uh, experience. But um, yeah, it was us and a, a couple and their little kid yeah. who left like halfway through. So it was really it was super empty. It was Monday night. Yeah, you so. went on Monday night. Yeah, I think we did Sunday night, and it was pretty full. It was almost That's full good. theater. Yeah, I think you made a hundred million opening weekend. Yeah, it's made yeah. a lot of money. So, yeah, it's good to see uh, John Favreau on top. Mm-hmm. I really want to rewatch Chef because that movie was really great. Chef is really. I like fun. John Favreau a lot. Chef and... is really fun. Yeah, it's just a, it's a nice movie. 
kind of yeah. like a fantasy, like for adults. Mm-hmm. Like he's just going to absolutely and drive across country. Chef. With John Locuzamo in a food truck. Yeah. Yes, please. There's some really good music Sign in that, me too. Up. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's like a really a, good looking food. It's a little it's, palate cleanser. That food is... Uh, that, John Favreau can shoot some food. Oh, you can tell. Oh, yeah. he's, <laughs> uh, he actually, he did a uh, uh, an AMA on Reddit ahead of The Jungle Book. Uh-huh. And um, somebody was asking if they were ever going to put out a uh, cookbook with the recipes. And he's like... Actually, most of them have already been posted. I posted them, like he posted them on a website or something. And there's a recipe for the grilled cheese that he makes. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my God. That grilled <laughs> cheese looks amazing. You got to make it, man. I Yeah, I need to. It's, oh, what a great movie. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Well, have you seen it? You've not yeah. seen it. Mm-hmm. You have? Okay. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Legs. What's not to like? <laughs> I've seen a couple. <laughs> I'm not going to take a turn back I in a negative town no, here. But. No, no, I don't want to hear it. All right. Feedback at MidwestFilmers.com. Let us know what John Leguizamo movies you love. <laughs> We're also at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. What ones don't I love? Happening. Yeah, exactly. Watch one. Hmm? Happening. No, I do love I love The Happening. <laughs> I keep watching it every year. I I, I've, I I've seen The Happening. Like, <laughs> Why do you watch it every year? I don't know. You, have you seen it? No. It's you don't the, understand. It's one of the most watchable bad movies of all time, I think. It's, it's so weird. It's fascinating. Like, nothing, nothing's right in the movie. <laughs> like, you feel like you're in some sort of alternate dimension. It's all like really heard. shitty, but it, like... It's so. It just feels like putting on a nice, like, a new pair of socks. Like, yeah, it's like, like yeah. Oh, all right. Nothing's shot well. From a guy who has shot stuff before. There are people in there. Um, Zoe Deschanel. She's just she's loud. She yells a lot. Mark Wahlberg's performance is really just, awful. <laughs> I mean, just from the Jenny moment Lakes you makes see it him. out, I think. He's, he gets by okay. Yeah. Yeah, he makes it's it out of the movie uh, looking okay. Uh, yeah. Because he's great. Pretty much Best nobody else the counselor. does. Oh, he's in The Counselor. Yeah, he's yeah, in John Wick. He's in John Wick. Spawn. He's also in John Wick. Do I too. just not? This is not a knock at Johnny Lee. Do I just not notice him in all these movies? Probably. <laughs> Do I just watch the movie and go like because he's, he's such just, a chameleon. I was gonna say yeah. much like DDL, <laughs> he just disappears into his roles, <laughs> like the clown from Spawn. Can you imagine Daniel Day Lewis trying to pull off the clown from Spawn? I would like to see it. <laughs> um, one of my favorites, real quick, because I oh, anytime I get a chance to naturally plug this, uh, the Groomsman. He's wonderful mm. in the Groomsman. Which one's that? It's it's a it was a direct to video or a very very small release movie. It's an Edward Burns movie he directed. You know what? He's been directing movies for a long time now. I'm out. Okay. <laughs> no, well, well, I did you was it you Nick and I that watched it? At I, least you. And I me. watched it when it was an R three and it yeah. looked because it looked it was like the bottom of my pile of movies to watch because it looked awful. It was yeah. marketed like it was like an American Pie ripoff. It's not. Um, and it's Edward Burns. Uh, Johnny Legs, Donald Jay Logue, Moore. Jay Moore. It's pretty good. And uh, Matt okay. Lillard. And they're all buddies getting together for the it. wedding. Jay Moore and Edward Burns. Yeah. yeah. Burns it. <laughs> you hate this? It? I hate this. It. <laughs> Jay Moore plays a really pathetic guy, though, so it kind of oh, works uh, out. Yeah. Ed Burns just kind of plays a guy. I would assume. I don't think Ed Burns has much range outside of a guy. He's a guy. <laughs> But no, like Lillard's really cool because he's got these two sons who he's like really trying to like push into like playing guitar. Where and stuff, is Matthew you know? Lillard? We're going he's in season two of Bosch, and is it's he? a great role. Matthew Lillard is really good as like 
the dirt kind of like dirtbag uh, new boyfriend and the descendants mm. the yeah. Joe Clooney movie he shows up and I'm like oh my god it's Matthew Lillard <laughs> That was the least believable <clears throat> part of the movie where the woman left George Clooney for Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he actually has a really, really cool part in Bosch season two. Okay. And it's like I saw him and I was like, that's Matthew Lillard. And for some reason, I it, it immediately made me think of like Dax Shepard in Parenthood being like, wow, right. I actually like Dax Shepard now. Yeah. Not that I didn't like Matthew Lillard, but for some reason he had just, I was like, that's Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Like, what is, we, <laughs> what is he doing here? I like Matthew Lillard. He's yeah. a better actor than he got than, he, than the roles he, he got. He kept taking <laughs> he roles in Freddie Prince movies because they were buddies. <laughs> and I, and I kept walking yeah, like, like Wing on, Commander. That was the one I was thinking of. Oh, God, he's in Wing Commander. He's in Wing Commander. He's in Without a Paddle with Dax Shepard. I like that movie. That's pretty good. Yeah. Are they? Oh, my God. Matt Lillard and Dax Shepard are in a movie together. They're the same, per, they're the same person. And Seth they come Green. In. And Seth Green. They're all, all in this movie well, together. Well, he's at least shorter. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the short version. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, Lillard at the end. Of, can I just say real quick? Uh, you've seen the Scream films, yes. Okay, I thought you had. I was yep. pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I watched them all with you. Lillard's in in, years in, ago. in the Scream series. Um, I don't want to um say which ones he's in, but he's in them. And he there's a moment in the Scream series where Lillard goes nuts and just tears up the scenery, and he's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. He's really good, like a good actor. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, for some reason, Dax, like Dax Shepard, our episode end tribute to Matthew Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy right Is now. That you know, okay, okay. Even, no, he's he's, sorry, he's good. Damn it. Uh, for some reason, I feel like Dax Shepard. Uh, I feel like I felt like he was actually dumb, and Matthew Lillard was always acting dumb mm. in those movies, mm-hmm. in their movies. Uh, but post Parenthood, I love Dax Shepard. Now I, I didn't Matthew like Dax Lillard's until great. I saw. Parenthood. Yeah, that was the first time where I was like, I okay, I get it. Like I was like, why is this guy in all these movies? Like he seems nice enough, but I didn't. I always thought he was kind of annoying. Yeah, but, yeah. I like him now. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I left off in the. Let's stuff. talk about Seth Green. Network dot com. Go there, shop. Let us know or no, give us money. That's nice. So we can buy our uh, Matthew Lillard DVDs. So I can buy Tim a copy of The Groomsman Ooh. and make him watch it. Summer Catch. <laughs> Sorry, Matt Lillard. Is he in that? And Freddie Prinze Jr. Isn't it called Summer Catch? Yeah, are they both in that together, though? Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I would have asked you, are you guessing? Because it's a good guess. Uh, really, any movie in that era. Summer Catch, Wing Commander. The Scooby-Doo movies, both Scooby-Doo of them. Scooby-Doo movies, there's one more. Oh. I think he might be in the one with Rachel Lee Cook. And Freddie Prinze. Uh, she's all that. Yeah, I think she. I think. I think Lillard might play a secondary character. Probably. Paul Walker's in that, isn't he? Yeah, isn't he yeah. the jerk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dapper. Beautiful. Yep. Uh, next week, this weekend, the Huntsman: Winter's War comes out. Uh, yes. I don't know if we can. What does Green Room? We talked about Green Room. Does that come out on on demand? April twenty ninth, I believe. That's Shit. next weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, uh, yeah, I don't know. We might do some some crazy stuff for next weekend. Crazy stuff. We, we might do a grab bag because I might go see the Ratchet and Clank movie because that's going to be in theaters. Why? Because I've been playing Ratchet and Clank for game nerds. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. What right. is Ratchet and Clank? Is it like a platformer? Yeah, yeah. Okay. it's like third person action platformer. Yeah, it's like a Crash Bandicoot. They, type d- deal. they made a movie that was kind of a retelling of the first game, and then they made a game that is a retelling of the movie. 
Holy shit! That's like Street Fighter the movie, the game. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Whoa! That's, the, that's anytime like all the podcast, all the game podcasts that I listen to when Ratchet and Clank comes up, that's the first thing that comes out of everybody's mouth is Street Fighter the movie, the game. That's so cool. Yeah. All right. So Good anyway, you, man. Do we'll it. figure something out. I don't know if Winter War is going to happen or not. I kind of want it to, and I kind of really don't want it to. I think I'm probably going to end up seeing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. I liked the first one, and I don't think any of us hated it, right? I never it saw fine. it. I never saw it. I would. I, I mean, reviewed it on this podcast, didn't I? Nope. You did not. not for, <laughs> I didn't make you go see that movie. All right. <laughs> Why did I see it? I don't know. Anyway. The secret's out. Kyle X Y, go watch a movie. I like Ed Burns and Snow White. 